Girl, he reads from these journals he kept when he was a principal. Uncut and uncensored, putting all his business in the street. The podcast, bless his heart. The name, Ken Williams. It has not hit me yet that the school year has ended. I'm really excited about getting a break from the action. I'm looking forward to getting an opportunity to reflect on what worked and what didn't work. I'm proud of myself for getting through the school year. It was an incredible task to keep my head on straight. And with 30 vacancies, I'm poised to be able to make some significant changes. right back. Do you wake up dreading the thought that your teachers have no idea how to ensure equity for every student? Do you stress out at the thought that for years now you've been engaged in PLC light and not PLC right? Do you find yourself frustrated that some of your teachers don't believe all students can learn at high levels? And do you secretly find yourself deeply frustrated and worn down by the excuses offered as to why kids aren't learning? Are you somewhat unsure of what it takes to embed equity on every campus and on every team with every teacher in every classroom? And do issues like equity, racism, and social justice feel like a powder keg set to explode and completely fracture your campus? If so, then you need my new book, Ruthless Equity. Disrupt the status quo and ensure learning for all students. And just, I want you to imagine yourself working with supercharged confidence because you have clarity about how to ensure equity for every student. Confidence about leveraging equitable practices that will make student achievement more measurable and predictable. And never again wonder if you make a difference because you now understand you are the difference. If you're looking for a path to equity for every student, that matters. And in my mind, the only path that matters is the one that moves the needle for student achievement, then you need Ruthless Equity. And not only do you need Ruthless Equity, but you want to check out my newest product, the Ruthless Equity Accelerator. Nine videos, plug and play, where I facilitate a book study with your entire staff or with individual teams through the most important aspects of every chapter. There's no prep, there's no pre-work, no preparation at all. And so you as a leader, teacher leader or school leader, get to hit play, pause, and engage with your staff learning together. Nine videos, preloaded, all the materials right there so that everyone on your staff hears the same language delivered by the same person. No more train the trainer where you're wondering if it's being re-delivered with fidelity because I'm doing the delivering, baby. I'm doing the delivering. So you should combine both the purchase of Ruthless Equity and the Ruthless Equity Accelerator. Again, nine, vi listen, when I was a principal, if somebody offered me nine videos, that were not only quality, but represented nine potential already planned 
chia pet, just pour water on it, just set it and forget it like Ronco sessions, nine sessions. I'd kiss that man on the mouth and I'm happily married, baby. I'm happily married. If you want to find out more information, go to ruthlessequity.com. That's ruthlessequity.com. Now back to the podcast. All right, baby, let's get into it. I think one of the more unique and frankly cool aspects of this podcast is that it is not time bound, right? It's, uh, it's not based on any kind of current events because the content comes from journal entries I wrote 15 years ago. <laughs> that said, if you look at the date, this is the end of 2023 when it's being recorded and it kind of lines up with me reflecting on the end of the school year. And so this is kind of one of those fast forward things. I'm kind of proud of myself as I read that entry that I am looking for opportunities to reflect on what worked and what didn't work. I think our default mechanism at times is to focus more on what didn't work. And you know what, if I'm wrong about that, cause you know, my mantra is, you know, I'm not a researcher. I just know shit. I just know that happens in my life often. And I find that there are times where the voice of what I didn't get done is a lot louder than what I did get done. And so um, I was glad that to read that even back then, I knew that I needed to reflect in, on both areas. So I don't, care, I don't care when you're listening to this, whether it's the beginning of 2023 or any other time, it's always good to just stop and just take stock of what's working and what's not. I know I've mentioned this in past episodes that sometimes when you're so close to the work, when you're so close to the work, it's hard to see what's working and what's not working. In fact, I do a, a workshop, professional learning workshop called 12 Angry Men. And that's one of the, the drivers of the workshop is to not just get caught up in the dysfunction that we see in the movie clips that I show, but to also take note of the things in place that are working. They need some tweaking, but are working. And so I find myself needing to do the same thing. And so I'm going to be a little bit transparent in this one. Um, and you know that this is a solo podcast. It's not set up to have guests. Uh, part of it is just the creativity of the format, reading my journals. And another part of it, from being completely transparent, is that I am an outgoing introvert. And while I enjoy being a guest on other podcasts, and I've been a guest on many, it's just not in my wiring to chase people down. It's just not, I'm just not wired that way. I love what I do. It's my life's work. I derive amazing energy when I'm in the room, on the stage, at your school, at the conference. But a podcast where I had to secure guests every week just wouldn't work for me. That said, I've got this, uh, this person turns out to be a great friend. <laughs> Started out as someone whose website I saw almost 20 years ago, and I was ordering her stuff. She is a, uh, a life coach, an expert in positive psychology and she is straight up legit i mean you can you can probably google life coaches and you know folks who come up who are just getting started and don't have any business going or haven't 
have done any work on themselves, but uh, Valerie is legit and is now a good friend who lives 10 minutes from me, which is really cool. But I stumbled across a post she had, this thing called a reel. I don't even know what those things are. I'm so out of touch. But I thought it was great, and I'd like to play it for you. I'm going to also attach a link in the notes if you're interested in finding out more about Valerie. Her focus is uh, successful women. And um, <laughs> I joke with her. <laughs> I had to just disguise my voice to order some of her products, you know, when I was just thinking about becoming a speaker. She had, uh, she had these CDs. That's how far back we go on uh, speaking and CDs on how to write successfully. And I ordered both of them and even booked an hour of coaching with her. I couldn't disguise my voice. I mean, this this buttery baritone only goes but so high so she knew I was a dude from the start but she's legit and I love this 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 post she had I'm going to play the audio for you then I'm going to link the I'm going to link this video in the notes of the podcast I think what I love most about Valerie's work was one she has great energy great presence so I urge you to check her out and she doesn't know I'm doing this I haven't gotten like full permission yet I'm just assuming she's going to be cool with it so this is not like a cross-promotion thing. She's just legit. Second of all, she embodies this quote that I learned years ago. Uh, Samuel Johnson, Dr. Johnson, he's a noted uh, British man of letters. He had this quote, people more frequently require to be reminded than informed. I'm going to say it again. People more frequently require to be reminded than informed. What I love about Valerie's work is that you know her coaching advice her challenges her videos are all things like deep down you know them but you either lost track of them or forget them and she just has a way of getting you to say ah yes i gotta remember to do that i gotta remember to do that so i'm gonna play this clip for you and then i'm going to model what i expect i'm going to follow valerie's uh, challenge. I'm going to coach myself and be a little transparent and answer the questions. And then I'm going to urge you to do the same. Have a listen. What are you most proud of this year? This is the question I want you to coach yourself with in this last week of the year, rather than looking back and thinking, oh, I didn't reach this goal. I should have done this. I should have done that. None of that. In this year on a positive note, Look back because there are some things you have been through, you have pushed through, some things you've done you're super proud of, they were so good. Just stop, make a list, what are you proud of? And follow it up with, and what did it take for me to do that? Celebrate the good and then get yourself ready for a fantastic 2023. Isn't that a great reminder? And I don't know, man, we all need those reminders, so again, if you happen to be listening to this at the beginning of 2023, then great. If you listen to it in April, it's a good time. It's always a good time to stop and take stock. So I'm going to do as Valerie said and coach myself. And here are a few things I am proud of and what it took to get me there. First, it's publishing Ruthless Equity. It's my first solo author project. I have to tell you. I do have gremlins in my head that used to tell me that I wasn't a writer and that, you know, you know, my ideas wouldn't fly and stuff like that. And I wasn't capable. And so to, 
to do that just uh it just meant so much to me and part of what it took to make it happen was to and i don't i don't like cliches but to really lean into my own voice and my own truth and i took a risk because um the tone of the book is 100% me i had a great team including a great group of editors who help my ideas flow without compromising my voice and um, I know I can be raw and direct and I'm just I'm I'm really proud of the work I'm really proud of the work I really am so that's the first thing second thing is this podcast like this is the this is year three like I'm in the uh, five months into year three, I've told you, my wife says I have restless spirit. Like me sticking to something for this long is just incredible. And here's, this was the impetus for me, including uh, Valerie's challenge into this episode of the podcast. I wake up almost every day and beat myself up in one way or another because I've been terrible with newsletters. I've been terrible. I've been terrible with Uh, consistency it's off it's on you know i get people subscribing you know at different points you know during the week and the month and i've just been really inconsistent i've been inconsistent from a marketing and entrepreneurial perspective about collecting emails and taking care of the emails and i've I've been horrible i've admittedly and i kick myself in the teeth uh, several times a week now what I've got to figure out is what works for me, because there is definite power in staying in touch with your audience, your followers, folks who support your work. Um, but I've got to I've got to figure out what that looks like for me, and then break through whatever resistance, complacency takes over and just prevents me from being consistent. One of my goals in 2023 is to be more consistent with newsletters, because I know that everyone's not on social media. And I have something to say. I've just got to figure that part out. So I was beating myself up about that. Then I saw Valerie's video. And then it reminded me that, man, I've been super consistent with this podcast. Like super consistent. You know, I take a, a, a some time off in the summer and a couple of weeks during the Christmas holiday. But other than that, I've been really consistent and I should be proud of that. And I... I am proud of that. I So yes, I, I appreciate Val for helping me uh, connect with that again. Uh, three more quick ones. I've made some changes in how I uh, structure and deliver professional development and still waiting to see the results of that. So far, so good, but it definitely in, involves some risk in being completely transparent about what I offer and what the investment is. I've been working with uh, a marketing expert and you know, Caleb and the team at Unmutable have been fantastic. Ironically, uh, someone that Valerie recommended to me and he's helping me take some chances. Hey, you know when you are talking with someone about issues around education but they're not in education and they kind of open your eyes up to different things because it's just someone who, you know, whether it's corporate America or whatever it is, they just they just work in a different field. Like, that's what this has been like. And he has challenged me to be completely transparent and to also 
create a few tiers of offerings so that everybody's budget can slide in somewhere. And I've never seen that done with uh, any speakers in education. I've never seen complete like transparency, like here's what the investment is. I'm still in the middle of it, but I took the risk and I'm, I'm proud that I've taken the risk. If you want more information about that, you can go to ruthlessequity.com. I've also learned to say no and uh, really balance, not 50-50 balance, but better balance my personal life and my professional life. For the first time in 20 years, I have a hobby, like a real hobby. Believe it or not, my hobby's been work. And then when I get home, and I love my work, don't get me wrong. I could sit at my desk all day and create stuff and do stuff and, and move stuff forward. But I started bowling about a year and two months ago, and I'm consumed with it, and I love it. And I, I've talked about it before. Um, I bowl on Tuesday mornings with a bunch of uh, retired Delta employees and other guys from different areas of, of work. And I bowl in the league on Wednesday nights. And so I can't protect every Tuesday and Wednesday, but I'm protecting a good number of them. So I can enjoy myself and just be more present in my own life. And it's just, it's been good. And then lastly, we've been in this house in um, suburban Atlanta for uh, seven years and Last August, I paid the house off six years and seven months, and I'm really proud of that. I'm proud of that because that's more than just about money. Like money, just uh, money just makes you more of who you are. And my wife and I had to kind of just rewire everything in terms of you know how to handle money and you know how to build legacy, and you know we made sacrifices, and you know we've talked for years about being completely debt free and uh, listen Dave Ramsey for years too just listen to him talk about just the power of being debt free and just kind of put our heads down and in six years and seven months with the last check on August 2nd and it just feels really good so I'm proud of those three things well no not three I give you one two three four five five things so what are you proud of what are you proud of and then uh, what are you going to be working on in 2023. I know one of my goals, again, is to be more consistent with communication, whether it's the form of a newsletter of some sort. I've got to figure that out. So hold me to that. Looking forward to, if you want to share what you're proud of, please email me at uh, blessesheartken at gmail.com or you can message me on social media as well. I look forward to connecting with you. And just remember that uh, when you wake up on the right side of dirt, you playing with house money, baby. You playing with house money.
on the next episode of the Unfold the Soul Bless His Heart Leadership Podcast. Listen, baby, 30 people don't hire themselves to get your mind right, get your vision and your mission and your message on point. You've been listening to the Unfold the Soul Bless His Heart Podcast with Ken Williams. For more information about Ken, visit unfoldthesoul.com.